All right, it's your boy Prophecy here. I just wanted to say, if you're listening on Anchor, don't forget to go ahead and applaud the episode's favorite, the the channel, and just sort of support. If you're listening on Apple, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform, don't forget to rate and leave a review. That is how you support us. Rate, leave a review, and if you're feeling it, even subscribe. Don't forget, people, show that support. No matter where you are in life, support, support, support. I appreciate you guys. Let's get into this. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Everything Show. This is your host, Prophecy. Um, This is our weekly WWE recap. You know what goes on here. You know what I mean? So we're going to start off with Raw, as usual. This week was a little change. They took Coach off of commentary. We had Booker T this week, which is great because half the time I feel like Coach does not know what the hell he's talking about. And I'm just like, um, what? So, yes, Booker T was a breath of fresh air to have on commentary this week. I was happy about that decision. So the show opens up with Roman Reigns, of course. Talking about how he got screwed by Jinder Mahal last week in his qualifying match for Money in the Bank. Out comes Kurt Angle. He informs Roman Reigns that management, hint, hint, we know who management is. Management basically said there's no second chances for Roman Reigns. His chances are done. Roman basically says, I understand. I understand you got to do what you got to do. You have a family. You need your job. And he also says, I also got to do what I got to do. And storms out the ring. So, yeah. That was a match made uh, with Jinder Mahal. Because Jinder Mahal obviously gets an opportunity. It's a triple threat match between Jinder, Bobby, Lashley, and Elias. Uh, Winner qualifies for the men's money in the bank ladder match. So, Roman Reigns storms out the ring. He walks backstage. Who does he see? Jinder Mahal. They engage in a a backstage uh, fight. Jinder Mahal has the upper hand for most of the fight until Roman Reigns turns it around and whoops his ass. They take the, the, uh, the fight back out the ringside. It gets broken up. Yeah, I expected that. I didn't expect the fight to last forever, but... That's what happened. Jinder Mahal seemed to be really hurt. Um, fast forward. Um, there's a match with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, in my head, I'm like, they about to tear the house down because nobody could take away the fact that Kevin Owens is a great performer in that ring. Nobody. Nobody. And we all know Seth Rollins. We all know Seth Rollins. So, the match... Did not disappoint at all. At some points, I actually thought Kevin Owens was going to take the championship from Seth Rollins. But Seth Rollins walked away victorious with his IC title. Great match though. Five stars. Uh, hands down, five stars. Um, Another shocking new uh, set of news that we received was that Nia Jax challenged Ronda Rousey. At Money in the Bank to put her 
Raw Women's Championship on the line. And in my head, when I hear this news, I'm like, what the fuck and why? Those, those, those are the two things that popped into my head. Why would they do this? Because either way, one of these superstars is going to lose credibility. If Nia Jax loses, she loses credibility because she just got that championship. She's supposed to be this dominant force. And then her second real title defense, she loses it to Ronda Rousey. If Ronda Rousey loses, she's only had one match in the WWE. Te- one televised match in the WWE because she just had her her WWE live event debut sometime this week. And if she loses, it's like uh, it basically takes down all the credibility she earned from WrestleMania. So it's like it's a lose lose here. I understand they probably want to pump the ratings up for Money in the Bank, but that is a lose lose for anybody. I don't know why they did that. Uh, but next up on the card, they had a Money in the Bank qualifying match for the men. Bobby Roode versus Baron Corbin versus No Way Jose. No Way Jose. The match was it was decent for a triple threat. Um, eh, it was okay. I, I honestly wanted Baron Corbin to win. Honestly, that was my pick. But the winner of the match was Bobby Roode. And I guess I could say he deserves a shot at the Money in the Bank uh, contract. Just because ever since he stepped foot on the main roster, he's been screwed around. So, I don't know. But Bobby Roode did indeed win that match. So, he is in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Next up on the card, Sami Zayn did a promo on Bobby Lashley. Basically saying after his interview last week, we don't know the real Bobby Lashley. And he's going to expose the real Bobby Lashley for who he is. And who's going to help him expose the real Bobby Lashley. Apparently, Bobby Lashley's sisters, who he was talking about in his interview last week. Apparently, Sami Zayn invited all three of them to Raw next week to expose Bobby Lashley for who he is. I'm I'm interested in seeing how this segment goes, but uh, I don't know. We'll see next week. Um, we had a women's. Next up on the card, there was a women's Money in the Bank qualifying match. We had Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James versus Bailey. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I didn't really have a pick to win this match, but the winner of the match and moving on to the women's Money in the Bank match was Alexa Bliss. It was a decent match. It wasn't. Nothing over the top. We saw a few exchanges between Mickey and Alexa Bliss. But we all know they're probably just going to go back to being friends regardless. So that was that was an okay match. Alexa Bliss walked away victorious. And uh, going back to Jinder Mahal, in the backstage segment, uh, we saw Jinder Mahal getting taped up in the trainer's room. He's walking out of the trainer's room like, yeah, I can compete. I can compete. And what happens next? A spear out of nowhere. Roman Reigns comes out of nowhere and spears the hell out of Jinder Mahal through a wall. Through a wall, people. Through a wall. And then he just walks off like a badass. He's just like, yeah, motherfucker. Don't fuck with me. And he just walked off. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, really? It's like that? 
that's the type of shit we need to see from Roman, man. He just needs to be a badass heel. I'm waiting for that Roman Reigns heel turn so bad. I'm waiting for it. Uh, but that spear through the wall basically caused Jinder Mahal not to be able to compete in his qualifying match for uh, Money in the Bank. Now, something I didn't mention, after Kevin Owens lost his his IC title match, he went to Kurt Angle crying like a little baby. Kurt Angle basically said there's no second opportunities. Uh, Kevin Owens said... I'm going to call Stephanie McMahon. And that's what he did, as you're going to find out. So, like I said, Jenner is no longer to compete. Kurt Angle has to find a replacement. Uh, who's that replacement going to be? <laughs> uh, there was also a tag, there was a tag team match between Finn Balor and Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Now, in my head, I'm like, Braun Strowman? Yeah. This match is won by Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. But no, uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler actually went on to pick up the win, which was surprising to me. And I I guess I could see it. They don't want to discredit them this early, so they need their wins. Because uh, I'm liking this team. I'm definitely liking this team. I want to see where they can go. They have a lot of charisma. They have the ability. They have the mic skills. Let's see how far WWE takes them. And let's see how long it takes WWE to ruin this. Uh, But fast forward to the last match of the night. The Money in the Bank qualifying match. Between Bobby Lashley. Elias. And it was supposed to be Jinder Mahal. But as you know he had to find a replacement. And who, who, who happens to be his replacement? Kevin Owens cry baby ass called Stephanie McMahon because he lost the IC title match and begged to get in this fucking match. So Kevin Owens got in this match. It looked to be Elias's night, to be honest. That was my pick for this for this qualifying match. Elias. The last the last superstar to go into the money in the bank match from Raw. I thought it was gonna be Elias. But due to interference from Sami Zayn, who took out Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens picked up the victory, and he is now the final member of Raw to be in the Money in the Bank men's ladder match. So, I was kind of disappointed with that outcome, but hey, what can I do about it? I'm just a WWE fan. But, um... Yeah, that's the Raw segment. We're going to take a little break. We're going to um, get into SmackDown when we come back. And then talk about the highlights from NXT. Because there were definitely some some highlights on NXT. And I know y'all been missing that NXT because I ain't watched it in about two weeks. But I'm caught up now. I'm caught up now. I told y'all I would catch up. And I'm caught up now. So let's, um, let's get it. After these messages. Alright people, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, we're going to move on to Smackdown Live, which is my personal favorite show. That's my favorite. I feel like Smackdown overall, all day, every day. That's just my opinion. I feel like Raw is just dry these days. It's 
whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh, we're going to get into SmackDown Live. Uh, the show opened up with Daniel Bryan, interview segment with uh, Renee Young in the ring. He basically, you know, did a little, a little speech thing, Majigger. Basically saying his goal is to become WWE champion. So, you know, he has that championship in his sights. He has it. And I, I would like to see him go against Shinsuke or AJ or whoever's the champion at that time. But then he gets interrupted by Big Cass. Big Cass comes out, does his talking. Um, I feel like he's getting better on the mic. He's okay on the mic. But I felt like this segment was a little dry. Um, He basically got in the ring and started mocking Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan blew up, blew up on him. He exploded. Hella kicks. So many kicks. He uh, tied the man's knee around the rope and started just destroying that man's leg. Like... I've never seen Daniel Bryan destroy somebody like that, man. It was it was it was crazy. It was crazy. He basically destroyed Big Cass in the middle of that ring. Um, moving on. Uh, next segment of the night was New Day versus The Bar. The winner of this match got to choose a member of their team to go into the Money in the Bank ladder match, which I think is a uh, interesting. You know, interesting thing to put on the match. Interesting stipulation to put on the match. Because it's like, damn, how do you choose one person? Could could this be the implosion of the bar? Could this be the implosion of the New Day? I don't know. Uh, but the winners of the match were the New Day. Xavier was picked up the win for the team. Now, the question is, who do they pick to go into this Money in the Bank ladder match? Hmm? Who do they pick? I feel like the best pick would be, I would say, uh, Kofi Kingston. If I had to pick one, it would have to be Kofi. One reason being is because there's already, I think, about three big men in this match. You got Braun Strowman. You got Kevin Owens. And who else? Who else? Huh. Not really sure. But I, regardless, I feel like it should be Kofi, Kofi Kingston. Let me got let me know who you guys think should be in the Money in the Bank ladder match from the New Day. Like I said, my pick is Kofi. You guys may pick Big E. You guys may pick Xavier, but I'm picking Kofi. Moving on to the next segment, we had the uh, the debut of Andrade Cien Almas. Um. It was basically a, re- a relatively quick match, as debuts usually are. But he had a message for the SmackDown Live roster. We didn't come here to play nice. We came here to take over. That was their message to the roster. So let's let's see where he goes from here. Uh, we find out in a backstage segment that uh, next week we're going to have Lana versus Billy Kay. Winner qualifies for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. So, let's see how that goes. Um, I'm definitely going Billy Kay, though. Definitely. We had the Melibration by the Princess of Staten Island, Carmella, um, which was interrupted by Paige to let her know that she will be defending her SmackDown Women's Championship at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. But against who? 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 
none other than Oscar. Now this could go one of two ways, cause if Carmella beats Oscar clean, I feel like that takes away so much credi- credibility from Oscar, so much. So um, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do here. And if they let Carmella lose the championship, it's basically like why make her cash it in? Like she, li- I feel like they literally could have waited till Money in the Bank. To allow her to cash it in on whoever was champion then. You know? That, that's just my idea. But whatever. I don't I don't know how that match is going to go. We also had another Money in the Bank qualifying match for the women. Becky Lynch versus Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Surprisingly, Becky Lynch picked up the win. As you guys know on my uh, last week's WWE recap. I was questioning... Becky Lynch's position in the company right now because she was basically on a losing streak. So to see her pick up that victory, it was um it was somewhat satisfying. It was somewhat reassuring that they aren't just letting Becky Lynch turn into a jobber. So that was that was good. We also find out next week on SmackDown Live for the last spot. In the Money in the Bank men's ladder match, we will have Samoa Joe versus Big Cass. Now, if I had to pick one, I would probably have to go... Because these these are two big men, so it's like... I'd probably go Big Cass. I'd probably go Big Cass. Give him that opportunity. Because Samoa Joe don't need no briefcase to get a championship match. He don't need that. He's Samoa Joe. So, um, I'm going big cast with that match. Now, for the main event of the night, we had a one-on-one match. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Winner gets to choose the stipulation of their match, their WWE Championship match at Money in the Bank. Shinsuke Nakamura picked up the victory. And, um... A little lie, cheat, and steal fashion, if you know what I mean. Uh, the ref had his back turned, and the ref turned back around. Shinsuke Nakamura acted like AJ Styles hit him, hit him, hit him below the belt, and the ref fell for it. Uh, Shinsuke capitalized on it, hit him with the Kinshasa. And that was that was that was all she wrote. That was all she wrote. So I'm wondering what stipulation Shinsuke Nakamura is gonna pick. Let me know what you guys think. What stipulation do you think Shinsuke Nakamura is gonna pick for their championship match at Money in the Bank? I'm thinking an Iron Man match. I'm thinking a 60 minute Iron Man match. That's, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, 60-minute Iron Man match. We'll love it. But we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to um, close it out with NXT, um, which is going to be a short segment because I only have one thing to say. Stay tuned, people. All right, we're back, people, with the closing moments of the WWE recap, people. Um, NXT, all I have to say is Velveteen Dream 
versus Ricochet. That match was that was beautiful. Like it showed the 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 ability that these wrestlers in NXT have. Like I, I keep telling people, in the hour that NXT has, they do more storytelling, show more wrestlers' ability, and more than Raw or SmackDown does in its five hours combined. But the match was ruled as a no contest because uh, Lars Sullivan hit the ring and basically destroyed both of them. But that was a good match before that happened. Another match that I want to mention is the, uh, the six-man tag match. Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch versus, versus the Undisputed Era. That was, uh, that was a good match. Great, great match. Um, Burch, Lorcan, and Dunne defeated the Undisputed Era. Like I said, there's no need to go into anything on NXT for the simple fact that it's the best WWE programming week in and week out. Week in and week out. The main roster needs to take notes from this. Because it seems like when people leave NXT, they just they lose their steam. Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, all of them. Like, they were top-tier stars in NXT. They come to the main roster and they get ruined. I mean, they're not ruined. Finn Balor's still a big star, but he's he, he's not as big as he was when he was in NXT. So it's just like, I, I don't know. But these are the closing moments of the WWE recap. Don't forget, applaud the episode if you liked it. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this episode, favorite, rate, review, and yeah, 